Good morning, everyone. So I'm going to start doing this regular. So right now I'm just kind of releasing episodes whenever I feel like it. But I'm going to start coming out with a new episode every Monday. So this Monday, I'd like to talk about fragging. So over the weekend, I had a kind of a big skeleton torch. It had a thicker base. And I only had bone cutters, and I was being lazy, and I didn't feel like going to get my bandsaw from the storage container. And, yeah. So, bone cutters, when you're cutting, like, LPS, and that's a larger skeleton, bone cutters are going to crush. And it just shattered the complete head of the torch and essentially killed it. It did kill it, not essentially. But, so, bone cutters, awesome, awesome for SPS. Awesome for getting zoas off of rocks and then using like a little scalpel but i would not recommend bone cutters for thick skeletoned uh lps if you want to you can cut smaller skeleton lps with bone cutters but at the end of the day it's not going to leave you a flat nice surface if you're fragging them it's going to leave you a rigid kind of jagged base so you're not going to be able to glue it down to a frag plug for lps you really want to go to you're going to want to go dremel or bandsaw so do that that would be lps you're going to get a nice clean cut you could control it um whereas bone cutters you're just like i said you're going to crush you're just going to crush and depending on what you're fragging you might crush it through the head and then the frag's basically dead. For zoas, like like I said, bow cutters are awesome for going through frag plugs, stuff like that. But if you're fragging through rock, that's kind of dense. That's solid. Tell you what, those those bandsaws, those Griffin bandsaws are awesome. Like they cut right through it, and it's so controlled. Like, you can control that to however you want. That's why I like it. I could get in between polyps. After you do it enough, you could get in between polyps, stuff like that. I wouldn't recommend a Dremel for Zoas. That's how I got palytoxin before. I was fragging a rock of pallies, and it slipped up and sprayed my face. If you are, wear kind of like a face shield, honestly, just to make sure you're safe. Because as I stated in my last episode, or the episode before that, Palytoxin is no joke. You want to be careful. You want to be cautious. And then SPS. I mean, SPS, you could use bone cutters. I Again, I still like my Griffin. I love it. Just zip, 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 done. It leaves a nice flat cut that you can frag, that you can put on a frag plug really easily. Just overall a nice cut. So I would absolutely, if you're doing enough fragging, Griffins, I think, are like for the small, it's like 300, and the extra large is like four. Don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. But they're just, if you're doing a lot of fragging, Griffin's the way to go. Invest the money. You'll get good cuts. You'll get good everything. Just overall, a really good product. And now you want to keep up with the maintenance because learn that. I was a little lazy with it. And unfortunately, I had to get a new blade and everything. So keep up with the maintenance. And just, uh, you know, be cautious. And then um, 
after while you're while you're fragging, it's awesome to have a little cup with some iodine in it because iodine will help with the regeneration process of your corals. It'll help with healing. It'll help them overall. So I usually have a little cup with iodine in it. It's like uh, what is it? It's like a fifty percent mixture or something. No, not a fifty percent mixture. I forget what the exact mixture is, but. You don't do just iodine. You do a little bit of iodine with tank water. And as I'm fragging, I just let them sit in there until I'm ready to glue. And then I glue them. So, again, iodine's awesome for regeneration. Now, I've also dosed my tanks with iodine because I it's kind of a debate. Like, I read a lot online that some people see corals that are struggling and they start dosing iodine. That they see this, uh, the skin come back and they see it helping it heal. But I hear other people say it doesn't. For me, personally, I have seen it help corals come back, especially uh, LPS. LPS is a big one. If your LPS is hurting, put it in low flow, low light, moderate light, low to moderate light. And then I hit it with some iodine in the water, dose a little bit of that. And then do my regular uh, reef energy feeding. And I usually have my euphelia bounce right back. And that's, you got to be careful because with euphelia, if you say you're moving it around and you nick something and you get a back, bacterial infection and then you get brown jelly and it's just a bad spiral is what happens. But all right, so that's a little update on fragging. Um, we could talk more about it later. I can give you a more in-depth per coral, what it would help and what corals not to frag and what corals not to dip. So... We'll talk about that later because that's we'll do that as a dipping. All right, guys, I will see you next Monday. Have a great week. Happy reefing.